Happy Thursday, everyone. This is Crystal Lee Moore Lucier, also known as your home sweet home 519 realtor, Crystal Lee Moore, with Roy LePage Triland Realty in London, Ontario. And this is episode 19 of Realtor Life, a fun and entertaining way to learn about life in the trenches as a real estate professional in Ontario, and hopefully to learn some valuable lessons and takeaways. Now for this week's five circle goals, inspired by Buffini and Company which are goals for the five circles of our lives, spiritual, family, business, financial, and personal. I hope you're choosing goals for yourselves every week and writing them down. For me this week, spiritual is that we're going to donate to the food bank for Thanksgiving. It is a wonderful time to be thankful with family and food and just really relaxation. but there are people in our community that don't have that luxury. And so anything we can give, if you can give time, if you can give food, if you can give funds, it's all needed. And I'm sure your local food bank would appreciate it. For us, it's the London Food Bank. For family, my husband and I are going on our third mini moon. So it's pretty exciting because it happened to be that two years ago in 2019 we found ourselves without family for Thanksgiving weekend and we decided to go to Montreal and then last year we went to Collingwood and this year we're going to Kingston so we're pretty excited and my other family goal is that I would like to head down to Ottawa to visit with my family and my mom in November my business goal is that I'd like to renew my vision board for 2021-2022 and I'm also setting up a marketing planning day and session with my assistant which I'm pretty excited about. Financial, we're looking to buy a rental property so we're working on that. And personal, I've been jumping rope. So if you have Instagram and want to follow my account, Chris Jumps, K-R-Y-S for Crystal, but Chris Jumps. And there are so many amazing people in this rope jumping community and I'm having a ball. Like it's so much fun. And I'm working on the mic release. So um, basically you jump and you skip and then you let go of the mic or the handle and then you get it back while you're still jumping. It's kind of a big deal and it's really hard. So that's my goal. I hope that hearing about my five circle goals has inspired you to choose or write down your own five circle goals. I'd love to hear more about them. You can go to my website, www.crystalleemore.ca and find my contact info or send me an email at crystalleemore at royallepage.ca. And now it's story time. Today we're going to be talking about Form 650. If you've never heard of Form 650, you are not alone. I've been a real estate professional for over 10 years and I just found out about it. Form 650 is called a co-brokerage agreement between multiple listing brokerages, but it is a helpful form to use anytime you're partnering with a colleague. Why would you ever need to partner or co-list with a colleague, you're wondering? Why would you need to use this form? When I moved my business from Guelph to London a few years ago, I needed to come up with a solution for listings in either city. So as I was building in London, I still lived in Guelph, but my boyfriend, who's my husband at the time, my boyfriend lived in London and I was going back and forth and really trying to build. So how did I, how did I have the ability to help clients in both cities? 
enter co-listing. So I employed the services of some amazing agents in both cities and then we were able to kind of partner up, tag team on these listings and really serve the clients. Some experience that I had, some of the experiences were absolutely fantastic and some were eye-opening. Just like when I found my husband, who's my best friend and my soulmate, values are key. But with partners in real estate, it's a little different, so getting it in writing is really important. The Form 650 outlines who will do what and when, what the commission split will be, whose brokerage will get the deposit. It has everything in there, and you can even add additional pieces or additional schedules if you need to. Some people were not cut out to be part of a team, and some people are, and that's okay. We're all different, we're all running our businesses, but it's not a good idea to put your reputation on the line or have your clients be frustrated because you didn't do the homework. So, my stories, a couple of them. When I did one of my first co-listings, basically the only reason I do co-listings for the most part is when I have built a relationship with people but I'm no longer living in their area. So I, I get someone that I trust who really knows the area well and works the same way I do to come in with me and we split everything. We try to do the work equally but anyone who's ever co-listed can tell you nobody can actually do the work equally because at the end of the day one person one brokerage is really going to have to take over. So I've had it where it's me, I've had it where it's the other agent, and it, it works really well in both ways as long as you've discussed it in advance. So one situation we had, and it was a little bit of a hiccup, we did a co-listing in Guelph, where I'm from, uh, or where my real estate business is from, and I it was my client, so I loaded it all in, I added my co-listing agent, and we found out, because I had added it in, that we couldn't put the electronic lockbox on the property, so that was a problem. The next thing that happened was we did everything together, and it was a co-list, two different brokerages, but the buyer's agent sent the deposit to my brokerage, which was a problem because the offer was not named in my brokerage, or named my brokerage wasn't named in the offer so it was such an issue and it just really became complicated so live and learn but if we had had this form 650 in place from the beginning we wouldn't have had that problem and I've also had situations where I've asked someone to co-list with me because of their location and I quickly found out that it was the biggest mistake ever they probably do their business very well on their own but as a partner it was a disaster and at the end of the day, if we had had this Form 650, we may not have even gone forward, but if we did go forward, we would have had it all written out about who does what and it would have been a lot easier. So my lessons are, number one, if you're going to co-list or partner, get everything in writing and have the tough conversations early. Discuss who's going to do which jobs, who's going to be loading it into the MLS system, who's going to be taking care of putting the signs up, who's going to be taking care of marketing on social media. Is it enough to just share a Facebook post? Is that marketing? Not in my opinion, but sometimes other people think it is. Is it 
Is it going to have a video? Are there going to be cleaners or stagers or what is exactly happening and how are you guys picking it? How are you paying for it? And at the end of the day, the most important is how does the client feel? So that's really important. Have those discussions upfront. Do not do this. Do not co-list or, or partner up unless you have a solid relationship with the agent. Sometimes we can get along really well with people and then we work with them and we realize very quickly, sometimes too late, that we do not work the same way. And it's really tough to give the client the best experience while you're dealing with a frustration like that. So make sure that you know the agent and you've discussed how you're going to do things and that everyone's happy with it. I know with my co-listings, because they're my relationships, I usually deal with the clients directly and in situations where an agent has worked with me multiple times with the same clients, then it's a little bit easier because they've built up that trust and it's great. So it really depends. You want everyone to be on the same page. If they're your clients and you've brought someone in, make sure that that person knows that you will be dealing with the clients and that's okay. It doesn't have to be two people doing the exact same thing every time. Sometimes a, an effective partnership means you're doing some things and they're doing different things. And finally, use form 650. So I'm just going to show visually and verbally what is on the 650 form. So it's a co-brokerage agreement. It looks like this, like a normal form. It has two pages. I'm wrong. It has one page and it just says, which brokerages are involved, what, what, the, what are the names, what is the address of the property, what is the commission split, very important. Commission split matters because most co-lists are 50-50, but it really depends. I did a co-list a long time ago. I brought someone in and it was, I was a new-ish realtor, like a year or two in, and I was helping with this farm property and he ended up doing the bulk of the work. We had a chat about it at the end and we did not do 50-50. I gave him more than the 50% because he made a valid point. He had done most of the work and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was happy for the experience. So it depends. Not everyone's going to be okay with it. I was okay with it because I felt that he did earn more than 50%. So details of service will be on there including who's uploading the listing where is it being uploaded is it just being uploaded on the local board or is it also being put onto larger boards like the toronto real estate board for example who's going to take in and let the clients know about offers so who's dealing with offers who's marketing and promoting the property or the sale or the listing and if it's both people how are they doing that what's the expectation placing a sign on the property. So signs on the property, if you're on a main street are very helpful. If you're not on a main street at the end of the day, the sign is just to let the neighbors know that you're for sale and to advertise for the agent sometimes. So it depends if it, if it's not my area, but it's my client, then I'm absolutely fine with my colleague putting their sign up. If the client doesn't want to sign, we, we talk about that. Sometimes we'll put, 
both agents on either side of the sign depending, but it really depends. It's case by case. You just decide. Sending everything to the seller's solicitor. So who's sending stuff to the lawyer? Which office? In my experience, the office that deals with the offer is going to be the office that sends everything to the lawyer because otherwise it gets complicated. Who is holding the deposit? Who is doing, who's doing the photos? Who's choosing the photographer? Who's paying for that? And is it all split? And same thing, who's doing open houses? Who's getting sign calls? If there are sign calls, who's getting what from that? So in my experience, what we usually do is if there are sign calls, then I will get, and it's not my area, I will get a referral on those sign calls, but they're not, they're not my clients. I'm not looking to build in another area. I'm servicing relationships that I value. And finally, there's also schedules that you can put in this form 650. So if you want to add things in, maybe wording or how like a schedule, maybe, maybe one person only works during the week, the other person works on the weekend, whatever you want. I think the the more detailed you can be with this form 650, the better. And as I said, if I had known about this form 650 years ago, I feel like my complicated situations would have been less complicated and it would have saved a lot of stress. So big shout out to Ron James of Kathleen Black Coaching Company for sharing this with me. And hopefully you now know about it and you also can use it. And basically that's the end of my plug for Form 650. And that's all for this week. So if you have any comments or questions or feedback, you can find me on Instagram at your home sweet home 519 Realtor, Crystal Lee Moore, Crystal Lee Moore Real Estate Sales on Facebook, or by going to my website, www.crystalemore.ca. And don't forget, you can also check out Chris Jumps on Instagram as well if you also want to get into some rope jumping. Stay healthy, happy, and grateful, everyone. And I wish everyone a peaceful and wonderful Thanksgiving long weekend. Have a great day.